podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. Final score here at Celtic Park, Celtic 3, Ross County now. This is Tino with the Final Whistle Show and today I'm joined by James. James, what was your take on this afternoon's game? Yeah, I mean, great to get back to live football at Parkhead again. Um, great to get three goals, great for a jetty to get two of them. I thought 3-0 maybe flattered us, but, you know, it's three points, three goals. Yeah, I think it was clear that Ross County came to, to shut up shop. They had two banks of four, I think, Um and sorry, a four and a five, and then the the lone striker up top. Thought he was quite effective actually. Uh, Regan Charles Cook. I thought he had a Aye. decent game for them. Yeah, a decent I think ball. He's one for watching. Um, but overall, yeah, Celtic, you know, certainly deserved the lead. It wasn't the the free flowing Ange ball we've seen though at Celtic Park, is it? No, and obviously Kyogo being out does change things in that regard in terms of uh, the movement he gives to the midfield and the options he gives them. But uh, yeah, the, the fluidity was certainly has certainly dropped. The guys have had a couple of weeks not playing together. There's various factors. There's four new people in there in new positions, at least. When you look at uh, Vickers, Yota, uh, you've got a Yeti who's not normally there, and Juranovic, your right back. Yeah. So it, there's, a, there's a bit of upheaval in the system, guys slotting in. I thought they were just probing and trying to find their, their system again with some new personnel. So certainly nothing to, to trouble me. But we'd want to see that fluidity coming back in the next week or two. Yeah, definitely. So let's look at that uh, starting lineup to start. So obviously no Don McKay for Celtic today, but that's uh, <laughs> an- another topic for another day. Dropped and then some. Yeah, so we'll pick that up in the weekly show on Monday. But the team for today, so Joe Hart and goals. As you say, Juranovic comes in for Ralston at right back. Uh, Carton Vickers makes his debut in the centre along with Starfelt. Taylor out at left back. Midfield three of McGregor, Turnbull and Rogic. And up top, a Yeti through the middle with Yota making his debut and a bad out on the other side. Who stood out for you? Obviously, Carter Vickers got the, the man of the match in the stadium. Decent debut? Very. Just very, very calm. Um, you know, you, you could argue there wasn't an awful lot coming at him, but what did come at him, he dealt with, you know, very easily. Uh, so he, he was a bit of a standout. You could tell it was just, you know, a wee bit of a, a standard above. Uh, first 20 minutes, half an hour, Yota showed us a lot of what he's going to be showing us. Um it just looks like we've got two proper wingers there in Yota and Abada. As much as Abada had a bit of a quiet game, but um, the, the two boys there certainly stood out. I thought Juranovic took a wee bit of time to, to find his find his stride. Um, but yeah, Vickers and Yota stood out. I thought actually McCarthy, when he came on, just showed the way he strikes the ball. He strikes the ball like a better player than we've been used to. So there's, there's, there's some really real quality in, in his ability as well. Yeah, no doubt. It was strange to see um, Sorrow come on for McGregor. I don't know if that's because McGregor's played a lot of international football and maybe just to rest him ahead of Thursday. I debated that myself. You, you wouldn't rest a guy when you're at nothing each. And it wasn't like we were peppering them with shots, you know. And It was a like-for-like like swap. My guess is there's some kind of a knock there. Um, if he's been carrying, some, carrying something from the Scotland games... I'd be thinking more knock than tactical yeah maybe um, but yeah just to uh, go back very briefly to Carton Vickers solid solid guy isn't he he's a bit of a machine uh, like a rugby league player he's 
just a yeah. barrel chest. Eh? T- takes my while to get those legs going, but he's he's reasonably reasonably pacey for a big man and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, comfortable on the ball, uh, and obviously got his goal, which we'll come to. So yeah, probably uh, well deserved man of the match. On Yota, um, got a lot of the ball first half. Uh, you know, looking to make things happen. Couple of efforts, couple of link ups with Taylor, looking quite effective. But he he did get very. Um, or sorry, his game fizzled out uh, very much in the second half. He seemed to be very quiet, which can happen with bangers as well. We forget that uh, he and Abad are both you know very young guys, and they're coming in out of the game at times. And I think we just need to to accept that. Yeah, that's part of the coaching is to maintain their concentration levels throughout the game and not to get um, despondent or frustrated when they're they're not getting the ball like they they want. So yeah, there's there's, there's like you say, young boys, a lot of coaching available for them. And they've got a good manager to, to take them through it. Yeah, they have that. So, in terms of the first half, lots of chances, lots of probing. Played fairly well, but it was quite frustrating at the time. You're maybe 25 minutes, half an hour in, and you're thinking, mm, is it going to be one of these kind of days where we, you know, prod and probe and different things and, and don't quite get the breakthrough? Um, obviously, we've got nothing each at half time. Had a lot of decent chances first half. You know, I think Abara could have done better with a couple of efforts. I think he did uh, hit one off the bar. You know, some decent stuff going on, but we did lack a cutting edge. And listen, you take Kyogo out that side and it makes a big difference already, doesn't it? There was one where, and you know, fair play he's got his two goals, but there was one where Ajeti should have, you know, quite easily dropped to the back post. And it was Yota put a brilliant ball in. And Ajeti went, he didn't go near post. He went, it looked a bit hidey for me. He was between the central half and the goalie. Uh, and it ended up that Abad had to come in and crack a, a really tight angled shot which didn't really go anywhere so yeah there was, there was chances but it wasn't like you know one of those games where you're nothing each but you go don't worry it's coming it wasn't quite like that I didn't really see a nothing each I thought it would come in the end but it wasn't inevitable yeah uh, I mean, it, you know, it was comfy in the end but only in the end so um, that's just the way that game played out you had uh, a very decent chance for Ayeti I think I've got it clocked here around about the 24th minute we've broken uh, very effectively as this Ange Postacoglu team can do but it was such a weak effort. Do you know what? It was a, an effort of a man short on confidence. Yeah, if you're going to hit shots like that, it looked like he was running out of options and he, the defender was closing him down. So he was going to throw a weak effort instead of recycling the ball. If he was going to, you know, if he doesn't see the chances on, he can only just you know weakly send it the, the keeper's way for the keeper to pick it up. Then you know, step back, get it back into midfield, recycle it. You've got two cracking wingers there. Use them. But I think it, you're right, it was just all confidence or a lack of confidence in a Yeti there. Yeah, I mean, he's right to be shooting in that position, of course he is, but you've got to do something like that. You've got to trouble the keeper. I think get a chance to pat his fag out and then just kneel down and, and gather in. So, yeah, not great. But obviously, he went on to get his goals as well, which we'll cover. Um, despite Celtic's dominant possession, so in terms of the match stats, 77% possession, 21 goal attempts, 8 on target, uh, 9 off target, Four block shots, 13 free kicks, seven corners. Real dominance in, in the stuff we've come to expect at Celtic Park domestically. We've seen it against Dundee, we've seen it against St Mirren. However, despite that, we've still conceded a wee bit of space. Listen, a lot of people tell us, you know, this is a system and you will, you will give up chances. And there was a couple of warning signs in the first half. Yeah, more than warning signs. You know, the Ross County should have scored at least one. Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's fine to say that's the system. We're going to you know, have a bit of that in Angie's system, but a better team scores at least one goal against you there. So, And then they can go into their you know, two banks of five if you want and really shut up shop. So there's danger within that, but 
I think we just need to suck it up a wee bit. This is a different way of football for us in terms of we're going to give a lot of possession from time to time, um, always trying to win it back and then break. But this is just Ange ball, so take the rough with the smooth. Mm. I think it is hard as well to expect a brand new team coming together. You know, Carter Vickers, Yota, these guys have barely met their teammates due to the international break and they're coming in and starting the game for us. Juranovic is, is pretty new in the door as well. Uh, albeit he'd already made his first start for the club uh, against Rangers, but you know it's it's not going to come together you know on day one, and this is a work in progress. And we, you know, it's easy to forget this is a team in transition. There will be bumpy days. There'll be bumpier days than this, and I think we just have to accept that that's part of the course. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't a troubling game by any stretch. It was just that there was a couple of sloppy moments where. You know, we went and signed a world-class goalie, so he played his part in, in making sure that we didn't lose any goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so into the second half, I thought it was a really, really scrappy first 10, 15 minutes. Not a lot to report, nothing exciting, nothing great happening. Ross County probably had a, a reasonable spell at pose- of possession at that point. Um, Yota showed a, showed a lack of composure with an effort that's gone out for a throw-in, no less. <laughs> uh, so you'll not want to see that one back in the... Uh, the highlights he, he did really well getting in the position for the chance you know and he he turned inside nice and his shot was wavered yeah um, Juranovic also had a shot he, he was looking to get a couple of shots I mean he had one eventually and it was way 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 over the bar um, I, I thought it was a very mixed day for him I mean right. let's be honest he is no Tony Ralston um, <laughs> but who is <laughs> you were actually thinking at some points I'm missing Ralston yeah I thought he was just he, he, there was no a lack of willing from him, you know, he was keen to get into positions, he's energetic, he's he's got good recovery, but he didn't have a great game today and, and hopefully he'll settle in. Um he's you can see he very much adopts the inverted uh fullback position that Ange wants him to do. Yeah. And at different times him and uh, Greg Taylor found themselves way, way high up into the midfield in the, the central positions. I and I noticed at one point I was looking for him and I thought that's a bad at right back where's Juranovic and he was in the centre circle. Yeah, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, so the breakthrough finally came on the 65th minute. So Cameron Carter Vickers, CCV, the notorious CCV James, indeed, uh, with his debut goal. The guy next to me, as soon as he pulled the boot back to strike it, the guy next to me shouted, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it wasn't a great shot to, by the looks of it. But obviously, it's taken a, a wicked deflection and, and spun off the goalie. But it was no more than Celtic deserved at that time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know. The, the stats you've just rhymed off there, you know, that, that tells you we were looking for the goal, um, and it was it was good to just get that, and, and it, it settled the team down because there's new boys in there, you know, so that that goal really settled them down, and they, they started to turn the screw a wee bit then. Yeah, and I thought the crowd got a lift at that point, and you know, got back on side, and there's a bit a bit more energy in the stadium at that point. Um, as mentioned, just after that, uh, they've made the change, so McGregor off, Sorrow on. Sort of done okay at times. Um, done a lot of sorrow stuff. He's not. He's nowhere near technically as gifted as McGregor or McCarthy to mention. Um, yeah, he, he came on and I don't know, just just staggered about a wee bit. It strikes you a lot, and it, it, it sounds a lot more damning than I mean it to be. But it, it looks a lot like primary school football. He's a wee guy. He's like, he's a ball, he's a ball. You know, he just wants to be involved in stuff. Uh, some of his decision making is absolutely bananas. I still think there's something there, but he shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be the guy you're bringing off the bench for your captain at the moment. Yeah, and he's just a young guy as well, so you know, a lot of potential for him to develop. I suppose a question on that is, if you're going to bring McCarthy on, you know, just what ten minutes later, 
Why not make a straight switch from McGregor then? I, I thought that was a move. Maybe I had it in mind to. So I think McCarthy came on in the 78th minute, um, and maybe Ange just wanted to get him, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes. Maybe that was always the plan for today, potentially. But yeah, in terms of like for like player, you would say that McCarthy slotting in for McGregor would have been the, the more natural move. Yeah. However, um, so just after that big, big save by Joe Hart. These are the saves that we're starting to expect from him that we just weren't getting last season from Bain, Barkas, Hazard, whoever was in the sticks on any given week. And as I say, I need to see it back, but as I say, you'd probably expect him to make, but he has made it. He's done really, really well. And lo and behold, we break forward and we get the second goal a couple of minutes later. It just shows how important that is. So from what could have been one each to 2-0 and the game's effectively uh, in the bag at that point. Yeah, you expect him to save it because his positioning was so good. He got in the place where the striker was running out of options of where he was going to put it. Hard of the momentum heading that direction. So I think he made it look a lot easier than it was. I think a lot of the, the, the skill in making that save was about his awareness and his positioning. But yeah, like you say, made the save, we're right up the park. And you know that's the, the kind of how things can swing from one each and then you're they're maybe going to frustrate the game out or 2-0 and they're a bit deflated and off we go to, to 1-3-0. Yeah, it's um, it's obviously or always good for confidence as well for the goalie and his defence to keep a clean sheet. I've got to be honest with you, I don't see us keeping many clean sheets this season just nah. with that system. I just think it's part of it. You know, Hopefully I'm proving wrong there and, and we start to get more solid in the defence. I mean, keeping in mind that you've got a defence there with you know, effectively you know two brand new guys in between Carlton Vickers and Juranovic. You've got Starfelt, who's you know certainly new-ish, Taylor come out and Montgomery goes in. So really, you know, it's a very untested back four at this moment in time. What I don't like is too much chopping and changing of my back four throughout a season. So mm. maybe this is a four he'll go with, save for you know Taylor being injured. It looks like his shoulder's gone again, by the way. Um, uh, and you know how that goes yourself. Which is it's troubling, silly. yeah. Voice of experience. But the uh, he, he likes Montgomery at left back. Whether he's ready for a, you know, a full season of left back, I'm not entirely sure. But you just don't want to see him making these, you know, Changes on a frequent basis. Stephen Welsh will feel a bit aggrieved. Um, he has been a better performer than Starfelt, no doubt about it. But maybe, you know, Andrew said Starfelt's the guy I've signed for that job and, and I want to bed him in. So it'll be interesting to see does he change things for Europe on Thursday um, against Betis or does he does he stick with this four, you know, with Montgomery slotting in? Scale should be in that back four somewhere, whether it's in Starfelt's place or Taylor's place. Yeah. He should be taking one of those berths um, I- till, till we see what he can do. Yeah, I'd like to obviously get a look at him and, and see where he's at. Obviously, him and uh, Jack Amakis uh, didn't make the squad today as well. Maybe just too soon. Again, just in the door. I don't think Jack Amakis has played since May. Yeah. Um, I think that was his last game. He's not played uh, any pre-season games, I don't think. And Scales, yeah, maybe just a bit of a kind of whirlwind. I don't know, seven days or so for him. Yeah, so I, just, just, I wasn't screaming for them to be in today. Um, but I think we've got to see these guys. I've got enough doubt on my left back and my left centre back that I'm open to seeing who else can challenge those positions and I think we need to see that sooner than later so like you said like you said there we can find out who the settled back for us I mean Vickers is looking like a settled centre half after you know, a fairly untroubled debut mm-hmm. and Juranovic is a class right back so you've you've half the problem in two the left centre half and the left back are still in doubt for me yeah I think the the jury is still out on those lads so we'll see how that goes in the next few weeks in terms of Andrew's selection um, but yeah on to that second goal so <laughs> the much maligned Albion Ayeti uh, a favourite of yours James 69th minute mm. very good cross from Abada um, just caught nice pace on it curled it to the back post and he's crashed in a header nice high into the net it was a good finish eh? great finish good awareness you know he knew where his marker was it was 
relatively brave as well to put himself between the centre half and the goalie. Just like you see, a cracking, powerful header crashed in. Yeah. So yeah, that was great ball from a as well. Um, so I, I, I like the goal, and you know, as, as much as um, I, I've been much uh, heavily critical of yeah, and I will continue to be. Goals count, and he took it well. Yeah, I think he did. So credit to him for that. Um, not long after, as mentioned, McCarthy comes in for Rodgers. Very quiet game for Tom Rodgers today. One of one of the games you're going to get probably three and ten from Rodgers. You know, some something like that. Um, three, three games out of ten, he'll give you that kind of quiet, not really in it performance, throwing legs at balls instead of having your better shots and more composure. Yeah, still did a couple of nice wee things as well. I thought him and Yota would have been tying up better in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes. You were seeing a bit of, you know, football guy, football guy stuff. Um, but they didn't they didn't continue with that, which is frustrating. Um, Rodgers is always going to be frustrating from time to time. But you know what it's like when, he, when he's on it, he's on it. Yeah, that's true. Um, you'd give him a wee bit of forgiveness that he was away in Nam during the week with the national Aye. team. Uh, I think Australia played Vietnam and China, so a lot of travelling there uh, for a guy like that. So maybe that that gives some reason as to why he wasn't his you know his best today. Yeah, yeah, we know it's going to be thin between now and January, and we can get the depth in the squad in January. So if a guy's coming back from Vietnam two days ago, you don't necessarily throw him in, but you haven't got the option at the moment. So that's the way it is. Yeah, just in terms of that squad depth, I thought the the bench was very poor again all of a sudden today. So as mentioned. We know Kyogo's out, you know, looks like a month out for him, which is a blow. Uh Jack is not quite ready, Scale's not quite ready. Um James Forrest still seems to be struggling. Mikey Johnson Dembele a bit longer term. Chris Julian, hopefully not too far away. But the bench today looked like Scott Bain, uh McCarthy that we've mentioned, Sorrow we've mentioned, obviously those lads come on, as did Montgomery. Uh then that aside, it's Liam Shaw, Uragidi and Stephen Welsh. Creatively that's as light as it can get. Yeah, um, <sighs> You're not you're not going to get sixteen guys signed in any transfer window, and that's what we needed. With sixteen guys, we've signed twelve, including John Uriguidi. To be fair, which you know were there before Ange was coming in, um, so it remains to be seen if they're ready. The talk is they're not ready. So um, even having them on the bench, you wouldn't be too confident with them if they to come on. You just don't know enough about them, and what we have seen of them hasn't blown us away. So. I don't think we can mump and moan too much about the depth. It is what it is. It's going to be a relatively hairy you know, few months getting to January and getting to the transfer window on top of the league. So it's just a matter of who we've got needs to really turn up. Yeah, I think we do need to cross our fingers in terms of injuries. So even you yeah. know, today, for example, if a Yeti picks up any sort of knock and the guy has not played a lot of football, so good for him to get the 90 minutes and all that stuff. But you know, had he gone off after an hour... What are you putting up top? Yeah, bringing the CCD. weight in. Get, get Aye, no, you're looking to bring a weight in. Yeah. So, you know, very thin options. As I say, we know Kyogo come back in a striking berth. We know that uh, Jack Amakis will come back in. But it is light. Obviously, Griffiths now on loan at Dundee. Or oh, Snedward doing his thing today for Crystal Palace. Uh, well, two, two things there. Uh, I'll start with Edward first. That's Eddie all over. You know, and I think that's why Celtic and Eddie run its course. He needed to get that weight lifted off him that he wanted to go and try new things as soon as it was gone he's come on he's banged in two goals you know just always a fan it was the right time to go he's shown you exactly the player and I'd have been disappointed if he'd gone away and not shown you the player he could be so delighted for him obviously Celtic's loss is, is Palace's gain 
but just on the first point, the first player you mentioned there, I noticed a real lightness for, my, for, for myself, if no one else, that looking across and Griffiths wasn't there, I was delighted to see that. So that that is a piece of transfer work that just, you know, made me very happy anyway. Yeah, I think a lot of fans do agree with that and I think it was the right move for player and club given just recent happenings. Um, back to the game. Um, around about the 8th minute, there seemed to be an impromptu break for all. Uh, Abada went down with cramp and then Carter Vickers thought he'd go down with a wee bit of cramp. Aye, we just decided. Everyone just do. went for a wee water on the bladder. It was aye, nice, aye, a nice time for all. Um, so yeah, the game, you know, it was fizzing out. It was losing its pace at that moment in time anyway. Um, but a few minutes after that, it's 3-0. So it's a Yeti again, another header. I don't know who crossed it to the back post. I missed that. Maybe you picked Abada. it up. Abada crossed it. And then it's a, a, a very decent header from McCarthy at a difficult angle. I think the keeper's tipped on the post and I get easier just to nod in the rebound. McCarthy was so unlucky. He did everything right and it was a really strong header. You know, just for a, a couple of inches below and it was away. Um, but again, there's there's a Yeti, you know, being that six-yard box guy um, that we've missed since the aforementioned kind of Griffiths types have, have dropped out, you know. So, yeah, delighted for a Yeti to get another goal. But he's shown you the kind of striker he is. That That's the kind of penalty box stuff. The fact that it was another header was 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 great because don't get enough of that. So yeah, just just happy for him, happy to get the three goals in the clean sheet. Yeah, and it's got to be you know good and important for confidence for Ayeti because he's he's going to be the the main striker over the next couple of games at least till Jackamacus gets up to speed. As I say, when Okiogo's going about for around about a month, so you know he's the guy that's going to lead the line against Betis and you know the domestic stuff moving forward so it's good that he's been given a boost today he'll, he'll be feeling good about himself at the moment uh, you know kick back into training with a bit more of a smile on his face he is looking a bit leaner there was a couple of pictures of him in training towards the end of the week looking sharper and you can see it in him um, you know he, he was carrying at different times uh, last season you know whether he's bucked up his ideas or Angie's bucked them up for him but to be fair to him he's obviously been chapping the door and at this moment in time He's all we've got to go with, so it's good for him to get get the goals and the confidence. Yeah, I, I still think he's lazy. Uh, I still think he hides. I, he's not the guy I want in the trenches with me. So not to be negative on it. Always oh, scored two goals, and you know he'll set me right with that. But uh, I worry about him. Just when you mentioned away in Europe to Betis, you're kind of going, that could be a real tough game without a, a, a motivated striker, and he just. I hope he proves me wrong again. Yeah, I hope so too. He's um, he's clearly a talent. You know, the the fact that he got the move to West Ham in the first place and there's some brilliant goals, some brilliant highlights you can see from playing for Ball before that and there, there's clearly a good footballer there but it just seems that his career has stalled for different reasons and listen, the coaching he was getting last season may have been a factor. Maybe his attitude isn't great and at the bargain and maybe now he's got a new manager a new lease of life. So yeah, absolutely hoping that, that he can kick on. So yeah, at that point it's three 0 you know, we're done and dusted, the game's kinda of fizzled out. I thought, you know, as opposed to the whole and you know, we don't stop, we don't stop until the final whistle, I thought they kinda of stopped. I thought we started kinda of playing it back the way and just running out the clock and I know it's three 0 and it doesn't really matter. But you the, want them to go for a fourth, don't you? This the sorrow move kinda of brought that Attitude to the team, um, where he was he was looking for the square or the the negative pass rather than the positive going forward. I mean, you get two wingers there, like a bad and uh, Yota playing the, the full game. You know, that, there's not really any excuse for that because said to my dad something said during the, the first half, Taylor was looking up and Yota was marked. And he was like, "That's not a problem. I can give that ball to him anyway." Mm-hmm. So when Soros playing those negative passes, it was it was kind of unnecessary. Because abada has got that about him as well, you know, going at guys and taking guys on. Yeah. Doesn't need to be in space, doesn't need to be unmarked. 
you've got to trust your teammates. They're pro footballers, and if they if they set themselves up right to receive the ball, get their body between the the opposition defender and the ball, then that that's part of football. You know, back to goal, win possession, and then face them up if you're a winger or you know get inside if you're a midfielder, whatever it may be. But yeah, you've got to trust your guys in possession. Yeah, but this is the thing, and you know, I, I don't like singling them out, but. If Forrest is marked, you don't give Forrest the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't take the ball well there. You know he's got to be in space. He's got to be running on. Um, whereas these two guys are natural taking guys on wingers, and this is what we were going to see. You know, Forrest and maybe Johnson struggling to get game time against wingers like Yota and Abada. Yeah, poor James. Yeah, he's not even I know, playing. Not even I know. I felt bad. I felt bad saying that, but I had to say it. Yeah, I don't think you felt that bad. But uh, aye, always good for a, a wee dig at James Forrest. But we'll see. Interesting actually that he's uh, missing out again. He seems to just be struggling to shake off this long term lock. And listen, we all hope he's back and you know competing of course. And, and playing his part very yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so as I said, you know, the game has fizzled out at that point. Three 0 Comfy, you know, it's a relatively enjoyable day, but you know, we'll see far, far more from this side going forward. Um, just in terms of, of going forward, so obviously we've got the game on Thursday, Real Betis Europa League. Do you expect to see many changes, or, or is that pretty close to the lineup? We'll see. Just depends who's picking up their match sharpness or their or their fitness. Uh, that's the only thing that's going to change things. Um, do I want to see changes? I mean, the only one you'd want to see is Kyogo for a jetty. That's not happening. So. The, the the choice I think Starfelt will start centre left, um Vickers will start centre right, Yanovich will start right back. Um I could see Taylor having to be out for a, a you know, three, four weeks here to see how that shoulder goes if it needs re- needs pinned or whatever. Um so there's a there's a question on who's going to left back. Is scales more natural than Montgomery? Montgomery's learning that position, he's not bad at it, but I find he he plays the ball quite a a bit away from himself, what you know, for a for a left back, he likes to have that gap between himself and the ball, which isn't that's that's too risky for the left back. So there's there's, there's changes at left back for sure. I think. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a, a debut for Skills, wouldn't it? You know, first game for Celtic away to Betis in the Europa League. Yeah, so good enough, you're good enough. Yeah, exactly that. If you're good enough for it in Celtic, I've scouted him and seen something in him. Then yeah, put him in if he trains well and, and shows up. I would like to think that Jack Amakis will get a decent week of training as well and maybe make the bench. But yeah. uh, time will tell on that one. So a comfortable one in the end up for Celtic and another three points for Ange Postecoglou's side at Celtic Park. Next up is Real Betis on Thursday, and we'll be back before then with our weekly show on. Monday. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.